0: Let's explore at a deeper level, what is Jewish mysticism? What is it? It's basically, you know, Judaism realized that there's some people who are more airy in the clouds, so therefore they have to innovate some part of Judaism to resonate with people who don't necessarily want to hear all day what to do and what not to do, or to analyze a legal text in the Talmud. So therefore they came up with the Kabbalah, not at all first books in Judaism were Kabbalah, Sefer Yetzirah. Adam wrote Kabbalah. Abraham wrote Kabbalah. Truth is, Kabbalah was here and discussed before any other book. Why? Because before the Torah was given and there was a manual of what to do, Kabbalah was already here, which means tradition, to really explain us the behind the scenes. Because what really a Kabbalah? Kabbalah kind of gives us the spiritual makeup of the universe. How was the world created? It's the cosmology of Judaism. It explains us how an infinite God could create a finite world. It explains us what infinite is. It explains us the mechanisms through which he created the world. It's the cosmology, it's the physics of, of the human existence. How did the universe come into existence? How did humanity come into existence? What's our spiritual makeup? What's the spiritual DNA? We know the DNA of a... Um, we broke the DNA code in the last few decades. But what is the DNA from a spiritual sense? How does a spiritual entity turn into a physical entity? What words, what combinations of letters, what theme does God put that allows the human being and the universe to come into existence? So some of the stuff you study in Kabbalah are relatively straightforward and not too hard to get your head around. A nice idea, a beautiful insight, but some of the stuff can be very, very hard. Because it's really going to the heart of matter, to the heart of creation and very abstract ideas. Because, like physics, it, you cannot see physics unless you have a special scope that allows you to see the underlying makeup of matter. So, too. In order to really appreciate spiritual DNA a person has to have a vision that most of us don't have and the great mystics are not only people who knew a lot of text of mysticism but more so they had the vision to see it they were able to see at least some level of the reality. They were able to see how these letters create this reality. They were able to see the Dvar Hashem, the Word of God that manifests within the universe. We're told that one of the great sages, the Magad of Mezrich, who was a student of the Baal Shem Tov, in the days before he passed away, he was telling his students that I don't see the pillar in front of me, but rather I see the Word of God that's making the pillar ...stay alive. Each of us, each human being, when they pass away, their eyes switch from physical eyes that can only see reality... ...to spiritual eyes that can see a much deeper dimension. Suddenly, the moment the body is not locking the soul down and forcing it to see things in one way... ...suddenly the soul is free to see things the way they truly are and the soul sees what's really going on the soul sees the incredible universe the deeper layer of the universe so if someone asks you what is kabbalah and the last four minutes of uh, pontificating sounds too abstract (laughs) um Kabbalah really is the physics of of spirituality. It's the DNA. It's it's going to the heart. It's not staying at surface level. It's not even staying at at a deep intellectual, philosophical level. It's going to the core of existence, the makeup of existence. And therefore the greatest minds, whether it was Einstein and others... Who went towards physics the greatest minds within judaism gravitated towards the mystical element as well because although it's so abstract at times and seems so hard to grasp it's there where we truly get to the heart of what it means to be alive what it means that there's a universe what does it mean that there's a god and what is our purpose on this life